hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. I'm excited to jump in and talk with you today just about mom guilt. And feeling guilty as a mom when you need to take some time for yourself. It happens all the time, right? We need to drop how our day is going and maybe take some time for ourselves or take a little breather. And it's really hard when our kids need us at the same time and we just feel guilty. So I love this topic. It was spoken about on our Facebook group. So come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom and come post anything you are having trouble with or things that are making your day less joyful. We're going to hash out this one today. It's a great topic because we all deal with it, right? So here we go. As I said, come on over to our Facebook group or as always, please leave a review or subscribe. It just lights up my heart and it's the way that more moms can find this show and listen and helpfully bring more joy to more moms throughout their day, helping them be more productive, find more joy in life and jump into new things. So let's get started. Oh, At the end of the day, do you ever feel that you need a break? Maybe around three o'clock that afternoon slump. Do you feel guilty about taking time for yourself when your kids need you, especially when they're little and they need you and you are just out of energy? I know I do. I definitely feel guilty about taking time away from me. And I know with our kids being a little bit older, the time when I have with them is after they get home from school and in the afternoon. So it's that 3 p.m. kind of slump picking up kids from school and having them come home. You are tired. They're tired. But you feel like you haven't seen them all day and you need to interact. You need to do the things. And taking time for yourself can often feel, especially at that point in the day, that you're not spending time with your kids. And then you roll into the circle of mom guilt. So we just want to dive into that topic today and break it down a little. There's five lies that we believe as moms, I think oftentimes with being busy and with mom guilt that we're going to kind of break down and then three big helpful tips on what you can do to kind of relieve that guilt and to take some time for yourself. So don't be worried. Here we go. I 
don't know when it is, but I've always felt as a culture that we really praise the art of being busy and we praise exhaustion and craziness and running from thing to thing. It's kind of seen as a badge of honor to be like, oh, I'm so tired, but I'm a mom. So that's what happens. Ah." And not really to take time for yourself, not take time to energize yourself or just to rest. And whether that be mentally, whether that be physically, maybe just taking a moment. So I think it's a huge thing of facing that guilt of stopping. So we're just going to dive into five lies that I think our society pushes and that we might believe without even knowing it. Maybe you don't dig down that deep. I know I don't get into deep emotional issues often and I'll just be running around like crazy and then realize later what kind of lies I'm believing or why I'm doing the things I'm doing is because I'm believing something in our society that our society has deemed as important or necessary and After thinking about it for a while, it's kind of like, well, I don't need to do that. I don't need to be worried or I don't need to jump into that mom guilt. So here are five lies that I tend to believe I know I have and you might too. Number one is that you can't take a break from your kids because they need you, especially when they're little. It's really hard to take a break because they need you all the time. And if you're not watching them all the time and it's quiet, you know, there's a problem. They are running all over the place. They are crazy and they're funny too. They have ups and downs all (laughs) during just a couple minutes of happiness and sadness all rolled into one. I often feel that I just can't take a break because I'm needed. My kids need me. It's not fair to take a break when they're crying or when they're screaming or when they just obviously have physical needs that I need to take care of. So that's one huge lie of just mom guilt. Number two is I think other moms don't take a break. So why do I need to take a break? Why should I get a break if other moms don't? This is a lot of comparison of, well, you see people around you and they don't look like they're having a hard time. They don't look like they're taking a break. They don't need a physical or a mental or spiritual break. So this must be fine. This must be just what moms do. And I shouldn't need a break. Nobody else takes one. And that's when you're rolling into the <laughs> the hamster wheel of comparison, which never gets you anywhere. You also think that it's just normal. It's a normal eight to five type of job. So the breaks are built in because it's not like I'm going to the office and then I'm coming back. It's like I'm always here with my kids. So sometimes I get a break and sometimes I don't. And that's OK. But it's just kind of comparing what other people will think. If you take breaks during the day with your kids, if you told your kids, hey, mom just needs a break right now, you feel the sense of other people will judge you or (laughs) just the guilt of society of we love to be busy. And so you feel guilty when you are not, especially when you're watching kids. You just think, as we've kind of mentioned, that it's just part of the job to be tired and kind of exhausted and there's just no breaks. That's just how it works. Number five, the last lie that we tend to believe is that I don't need rest. I'm fine. 
I'm fine. These kiddos need rest. The other people need rest. But you know what? I'm just going to push on through. I can't stop. I can't take a minute and go lay down or take a nap or read a book or have time for myself. Are you kidding me? I have little kids. So it's just a matter of pushing through, pushing harder and not needing to rest of I'm fine. All of these things are really big lies. I think that we tell ourselves So to hop out of all of that, I just want to take some time to go over some options of how you can take time for yourself because it is really important. It's important to re-energize yourself so that you can be the best mom that you can be to your kiddos. So don't put your kids on screens or feel guilty as you're trying to take some time off or anything like that. But here are some ways that you can just jump in <laughs> and take time for yourself without feeling super guilty and feeling that you need to put your kids on screens, give them something that they need to do, all those things. Here are three main big tips, tricks that have helped me and they helped me when my kids were little and now they're helping me when my kids are older. So slide these three things into your back pocket and use them as tools when you need them. When you need a break and you should get a break, (laughs) so don't feel guilty about that. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number one is to plan breaks and time for yourself throughout the day. This is not selfish. So I know when my kids were really little, there would always be a nap time. And during that time, I knew I could have some downtime, whether it be resting, whether it be taking a nap with the kids, because oftentimes that was needed, or whether it be checking out for a little while, reading a book, doing something I wanted to do, (laughs) doing something that kind of filled my cup and filled my bucket. That was something I could do during nap time. So I always knew as hard as the morning could be, we were always going to get to nap time. And that was going to be super important for me to re-energize and for my kids to re-energize. Our kids actually ended up stopping their naps when they were about two or around two. And so then we moved to quiet time where they were supposed to be on their bed and they could have certain things that were quiet toys like books or animals or something cozy. And sometimes if it was a long day, they'd fall asleep there too. Or other times when they just needed some downtime, that's where they needed to be. 
It took a little while, I'd have to say, to establish it. They're not allowed to get up. We had alarm clocks that had lights, so red light, green light type things, and they weren't allowed to get up until they took that time. So it was kind of a break between one and maybe it was like 1.30 to 3.30, or maybe it was even one to four. So it was a big chunk of the afternoon where they had the option of either napping when we had young little kids or as the older two got older and the little ones still needed to nap, the older ones would have quiet time. Sometimes I'd have special toys that just came out during quiet time, like a special box or special things that they could play with on their bed that were only intended for quiet time. So it kind of made it special. And I knew I was usually feeding a baby at that point while they were taking a nap or having quiet time. But I knew this is what we need to do. This one needs to rest and these two need to have downtime and I need to get my time. So that's when I planned out nap time, quiet times, and that just kept rolling until they entered elementary school. That afternoon time was always filled with, okay, we're going to do a bunch of stuff in the morning and then this afternoon time we're going to rest and you get to rest in your room. You can play with anything you want in your room, but it has to be a quiet toy so that if others need to rest, then that's okay. So sometimes they would read books, they'd play with Legos, they would do all sorts of things in their rooms. And sometimes I would come back and I remember their room looked like a tornado had hit it and they had played with every single toy, taken out every single book, made a giant mess. That was okay because it gave me several hours of downtime, times where I could just be re-energized. Then we would clean up and there'd usually be a goal. Like if you clean up fast enough, we'll watch 30 minutes of cartoons or we'll watch something fun. And then that would give me another deep breath to take a break or maybe go start dinner so that we could move right into dinner time right after that. So it just really helped to kind of plan out my day of when I would get breaks and when the kids would need a mental break and that kind of thing. So they didn't tend to need me oftentimes during nap time because they were in their spot. They were in their zone of being nice and quiet. And no, they weren't always nice and quiet. Sometimes it was loud or it was screaming or at the beginning when we established it it was hard and it was rough for a few weeks. But once it got going, it was really good for everybody involved. Now I definitely have times where, as I said, my kids are older, but they still do downtime when they come home after they finish their homework. And they need it. They need that hour of break time. They need that hour of resting their brain for a little bit and not being on screens or anything like that. And so we usually have them. We say, okay, you got an hour before we have dinner and you can do things in your room. You can read books. You can go play outside, but no screens. And so they have that hour and then they have dinner. Now this would kind of be the same if they had sports. They would work on their homework up till when they had sports or sometimes as my daughter does, she just works on her homework when she gets home and sports start right after school. But it's just that downtime in the afternoon and planning in breaks. Number two is to be honest. Tell your kids, mommy just needs to take a break right now. I am not feeling good. Or even if you are feeling 100%, 
Like mommy just needs to take a break and that's okay. And that's a good thing that your kids should learn. So establish them with something, as I said, during nap time or with maybe a special toy or a tool or something and just go take a break. Maybe you go into the other room for five minutes, take a deep breath. I know I often get migraines. And so sometimes I would have really awful migraines when Steven was at work and I had two young kids. What do you do? You can't really check out because they're all still there. So I would get them established in something. And then I would just say, mommy just needs to go take a break. And I would just go lie down for a little while or eat something or have something that has caffeine because it would open up the capillaries in your brain and have blood flow is usually a bit better. And so just learning to deal with that. There were times where I just had to be okay with taking a break as a mom. So you don't always have to push through. There are some times when you have to get your kids established or busy with something before you can leave them for a bit, but there's always a solution. So find that solution if you need it, if you need to take a break and don't be guilty. Don't feel bad. Your kids need a break just as much as you do. Number three, the main way or solution that I found to help give me breaks without feeling guilty is to hand off my kids. Now, of course, this only worked when my spouse was available. So when he did not work from home and he was gone and our kiddos were little, there wasn't really an option unless I wanted to call a friend. But when he was gone, I would just take little small breaks. But when he got home, oftentimes I would just hand them off to him (laughs) or I was sometimes it was at a point where I would just say, you know what? I just need a break. I'm done. And even that happens now. Sometimes there's something hard that we're dealing with or maybe I'm extra frustrated by something or one of the kids is just having a really hard day and screaming and does not have a good attitude. And it's just been hard and wearing on you and wearing on your patience and you just can't deal with it anymore. Then you kind of tap out (laughs) and you tag your partner and say, I'm out. I need a break. I'm going to lose it. This is just not working. I need you to tap in for 10, 20 minutes, half an hour, something. (laughs) And you can go take a walk around the block. Sometimes I go upstairs by myself and just fold laundry because I don't have to think about it. And I can just take a minute to be away from whoever it was (laughs) that was using up all my patience. So sometimes I find that the handoff is really important. Just to say, I'm done. I'm out. I need a break. You're in. And if you have a loving and caring spouse or someone that just understands sometimes you need a break, I'm sure they will be happy to tag in when they can. So those are my three solutions for not feeling guilty about taking a break for yourself and taking a break to be a better mom for your kids. As we talked about, plan out breaks for yourself throughout the day and your kids need breaks too. So this is a good thing. Even if they're crying or even if you feel guilty, it's a good thing. Number two is to be honest. Be honest with your kids. Be honest with yourself. When you need a break, take a break. Do not feel guilty. Number three 
is the classic handoff, handing it off to your spouse, or maybe it's even a friend of saying, hey, can you take my kids after school? I'm just feeling super worn out and I have thousands of things to do and I just need a break. So it's handing off your kiddos to somebody else. Maybe it's a family member that lives close. It's just being able to hand them off to someone, take a deep breath, walk away for a little bit, and then come on back. In the end, I think we all just need to take a deep breath and let go of any of that mom guilt, the guilt that we put on ourselves, or maybe it's guilt that we feel our kids are putting on, or maybe it's our spouse or others. Just take a deep breath and release any of that guilt that you are feeling. We are all human and we are all super strong, especially as moms, but even the best of us sometimes need to take that step off that hamster wheel and take a deep breath and take a moment or two for yourself. So I challenge you to do that. As always, please come join us over on the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group. I would love to connect and hang out and just to connect with you. If you need more joy in your day to let go of all that guilt and bring in that joy and that fun. So I'm always here for you, friend. Come on over and hang out with us. Now go and have a busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!